0: And Zion's king will restore the land, the clouds will part, and our king will descend the fire in his eyes.
1: Seven stars, it's his right hand. So thankful to be with you. For this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And every now and then we have very special guests on the program. And, and today is one of those days we're blessed to have with us as a guest on the program from Jerusalem, the city of the great king. Pastor Oded Shoshani Oded, so thankful to be with you today. It's a blessing
0: to be with you and with you.
1: Yeah, praise God. Well, uh, there's a passage that speaks, um, actually, it's one of our primary blessing Israeli believers passages we stand on for that ministry. It's in Romans 15, 26, and 27. I'm going to gonna I'm gonna read it. Paul says, For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in material things. And Oded, we really... Uh, John and I, John McTurnan, co-founder of the ministry and I, we really see this passage as something to stand on and how exciting it is. This, this ministry was out of existence for so many years, but now Israel's a nation again and there are believers in Jerusalem and there's poor saints, believers in Messiah
0: Yeshua, that you help, that we get to partner together to do this verse. Isn't that exciting? It's wonderful. It's really amazing. Yeshua said in, uh, in Matthew 26, he said, You will always have the poor in your midst, uh, who, who would like to be poor? Nobody really wants to be poor, but right. Yeshua said it will be a fact of life until he returns. Right. And so it's part of life. We, as as a pastor, I'd like to invest in leaders and future leadership and evangelism, discipleship, etc. But we always have the poor and we are part of our ministry, part of our work is helping the poor. It's part of life in Yeshua. And It's also it's the mercy of God that comes across. When you help the poor, it's the mercy of God coming across because who wants to help the poor? Who wants to give of your own gift? So we want to help the poor to be the arm of Yeshua of mercy and giving. That's right. It's the, it's the heart of our Father in heaven Amen. and
1: the heart of Messiah Yeshua. We saw the compassion of the Lord. Who did He go to most often? when he was walking around this Galilee and all over the land. The poor, the needy, the sick. That's right. That's right. And and again, there's the economy of heaven that can be a little different than a religious economy. The economy of heaven is based on the Word. And the Word says, this is how believers in the nation should think. They should think, especially with this opportunity back in this prophetic generation uh, of Israel being a nation and believers being in the land. And And there are... There are testimonies you've shared with us of real Israeli believers in Jerusalem who have had situations where you've been involved in helping them. And if any of those come to mind now, if there's one of those situations you can think of, it'd be great to share it uh, with
0: our partners. Sure. Well, there's there's one situation that comes to mind, and that is a a divorcee who has a a very needy uh, medically son who lives with her. Uh, he suffers from violent attacks and uh, other issues, and he's on heavy medication. Uh, she can't really work. She's doing mm. some work, but she can't really work. Uh, and we help her regularly. There's no way for her to come out of that place of being really poor and, and start her own living. Uh, she's uh, She has attached her destiny to the life of her son.
1: She's a caretaker for her she's son right caretaker. now in this season. There
0: are other family members around, but they seem not to care as much as the mother cares. So we support the mother uh, through food coupons and in other means we we support them so she can keep on going in that situation. Seemingly, it's a hopeless situation. Seemingly, there's no end to it. Uh, But we're there to show love and to show mercy and to help her go on.
1: Yeah, that's good. And we get to participate. When I say we, blessing Israeli believers, we're a bridge between you there in the nations and Pastor Oded and this precious lady. And I know that's one example of many that I've heard before and and seen down through the years. And this passage demonstrates that as well. And there's another passage about the Lord showing mercy to Israel
0: that's on your heart to show with our viewers that we discussed earlier. Yeah, in Romans 11, Paul says several amazing things. One, One of the things he says in the earlier part of the chapter, he says, my job, and he insinuates that it's also the job of the Gentiles, is to arouse jealousy, jealousy to God in the people of Israel. And you don't do it by force, you do it by love, of course. And then in the latter part, verses 30 and 31, he he says to the Gentiles, you have been shown mercy through the disobedience of the people of Israel. Now it's coming around and you, the Gentiles, are supposed to show mercy back to the people of Israel so they can be saved. Now it's the turn of the people of Israel to be saved.
1: Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah and hallelujah. Well, Oded, would you just look in that camera and just share kind of final thoughts? Time always goes by so fast, but would you share some thoughts about um, this relationship we have and, and, and how,
0: if the Holy Spirit puts on anyone's heart, how much of a blessing it would be for them to participate? O B A B has been a faithful partner they're through difficult times and through better times. Uh, we have seen them faithfully praying for us and faithfully given to us. So I can say with an open heart, they are trustworthy the ministry, I can easily recommend them and ask you to take part through them to bless the poor saints in Jerusalem. Wow,
1: wow, what a blessing. Just hearing that's music to my ears and I believe it's a, a great blessing as well. Odette, as we close out this segment, I want to do something a little different. Would you just say a brief
0: prayer for those who are watching today? Would you do that? Yes. Yeah. Abba, I just want to thank you for those who hear this program and watch this program. And I want to thank you, Abba, that you are present. You're there all the time. I want to thank you that your hand is on us. I want to thank you that you are always faithful. I want to thank you, Abba. I want to thank you as a Jew that you brought my ancestors back into the land and here in this land you have opened my heart for your salvation lord i pray today abba in the name of yeshua for the listeners that they themselves and their descendants will come to know the full love of yeshua mashiach i pray abba that they will walk faithfully in your ways i pray they will be a blessing for them to know your perfect love and i pray abba in the name of yeshua that you will help them also help us in the ways that you want them to do that in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach.
1: Wow, what a blessed, special interview. It's Thank always, you. yeah, it's always a great blessing to have you on the program.
0: Thank you, it's and my I, blessing.
1: Yeah, amen. And we're gonna do a series of interviews, so there's more to come from Pastor Oded. We're gonna, today, when he has come to do this interview, we're gonna do a, a, a few interviews that you'll be watching, Lord willing, uh, should the Lord not come for us in the rapture in 2022. Uh, so we're gonna pepper those in. Through then. So remember, uh, now more than ever, I mean, these things we're talking about, this is a sign, Israel and Bible prophecy, right? A pastor from Jerusalem, and we're walking in Romans 15 26. This is a sign that we should more than ever watch, therefore, and be ready. King Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, is coming for us in the clouds any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus, who will hear Him say to them, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner John McTurnan and myself, We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior Jesus, Please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore Television Ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post through snail mail at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment shalom from israel i'm ezra i I have the privilege to live in the golan heights and be a partner of blessing israeli believers throughout the years you've stood with us faithfully and we've been able to provide food baskets um, medical like crutches eyeglasses uh, shower chairs blood pressure monitors so many different projects that you've provided for throughout the years. And I just want to take this time to thank you for being so faithful, for truly demonstrating the love of Messiah to the people of Israel. And they are all so thankful. So on their behalf, I thank you. And I want to encourage you to continue to pray and stand with blessing Israeli believers. And I bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach from Israel. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in Scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of Watch Therefore. The first part of the program was recently recorded in our home, right by the Sea of Galilee. So, I've moved to Texas, the other Lone Star State, and I'm in a more temporary uh, recording facility or area, and we're transitioning into a more permanent studio very soon. So, here we are in Texas, yee praise Messiah Jesus. And and again, I began teaching uh, back at the Galilee, I began teaching again, what I call the watch there for message. And it's the same message I teach for those who've been watching the program much. When I do the four hour pastor conferences in Rwanda online, the one where we've reached about 1200 pastors in 2021, 50 pastors at a time. But since it's like a four hour message, Intermittently, I bring it into the program through the weeks and months and keep these important things in front of our viewers. Now, recently in this teaching, we saw three things our Savior Messiah Jesus warned of and spoke of at the end of Matthew 23. Those three things, the Lord's judgment on first century Jerusalem. And then... Uh, His judgment at the same time, that same century, on the temple in Jerusalem. And then the third thing, though the Jewish people would be scattered to the nations of the earth, and we know historically the Romans renamed the promised land Palestine, that the Lord would regather the Jewish people such that they would be in Jerusalem and they would be crying out to the Lord in a physically rebirthed Israel. They would be crying out to him, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And we know this is when he returns, when all of Israel that survives what we're going to be talking about today, the tribulation, that they would be saved. So let's pick up in Matthew 23 and do some review reading, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. See... Your house is left you desolate. For I say to you, you, shall see me no more till you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And the Lord continues in the next couple passages into Matthew 24, explaining to the disciples uh, the specifics of the judgment on the temple in Jerusalem, which the Romans would accomplish in 70 A.D. as they destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. Very specifically, one stone would not be left upon another. That's exactly what came to pass, because you can trust the word of the living God. And, and the Lord was telling them everything you know is about to change, and he would have us to understand that for our generation. Every, everything we know has begun to and will continue to change. And they ask our Savior, the disciples ask our Savior uh, of the signs of his coming to Jerusalem and the end of this age according to what he's been sharing with him in Matthew 23, in the beginning of Matthew 24. And earlier we saw the birth pangs, the four birth pangs our Lord spoke of. And let's, let's review, read this. Here we go. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows, or which is an old English way of saying birth pangs. The beginning of birth pangs. And so we see the global ethnic violence, which began in World Wars I and II, which I'll touch on in a moment. And, and also uh, the famines. There are more hungry people in the earth today than ever in human history. The pestilences, the diseases, the viruses, plagues. Hello. And the earthquakes shaking the earth with, uh, of course, earthquakes, volcanoes, tsunamis. And such. And, and the next sign, the next sign of his coming to Jerusalem is on our doorstep. It's the seven year tribulation. Our Savior speaks of it in Matthew 24 9 and then down in verse 21 very specifically. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Down to verse 21. For then there will be great tribulation such as not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. It will be globally illegal, punishable by death, to believe in Messiah Jesus. It will make World Wars One and Two look like a picnic, which is really the kick off of the birth pangs. World Wars One and Two is the kickoff of the birth pangs. Both wars were very instrumental of bringing the Jewish people back from the nations to the promised land. Billions will perish under the wrath of the Lamb Jesus Christ, and this time is on our doorstep. This time is spoken of in the Old and New Testaments. Most often it's called Jacob's trouble Daniel's 70th week, the day of the Lord, and according to our Savior's words here, the tribulation. And let's look at Jeremiah chapter 30. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. And it's the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. Of course, this is the great pressure of persecution under the Antichrist that Israel experiences along with other expressions of the wrath of the Lord poured out on Israel, but certainly the nations will have their fair share as well. Now, the Lord uses a 490-year prophetic timeline that's explained in 70 weeks of years, 70 sevens of years. One week, the final seven years, is the tribulation, the tribulation, which is also called the day of the Lord, Jacob's trouble. Let's look at Daniel chapter 9. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering, and on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. This passage, it speaks of Israel making a seven-year covenant with the nations brokered by the Antichrist. And there is another Joel passage that speaks of the great destruction Israel ex- will experience in the day of the Lord. Uh, the earthquakes before them, the heavens tremble, the sun and moon grow dark, and the stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for strong is the one who executes his word, for the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? And and listen, though they have no idea what it is, even the lost in the world today can sense that something very bad is coming. And folks, something is. This generation is the final one of this age. It's not that it's the end of the world. It's It's the end of the world as we know it. Hallelujah. And why do I say hallelujah? Well, the next time or age is that of King Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, sitting on the throne of David, ruling the universe from Jerusalem. Yes, it will be birthed as these birth pangs we're now in. They'll ramp up unimaginably into the tribulation. This time is spoken of in the book of Revelation, chapters 6 through 19. And and here's just an example of two places in Revelation that explains how terrible this time will be. Revelation 6, When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death and Hades followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. Today, there are almost 8 billion people on the earth. This would mean, just in this one example, 2 billion people will be killed, leaving 6 billion. And then in Revelation 9, another example. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. Of these six billion, a third, another two billion, will perish under this judgment. Do you understand? We're at the edge of this time, and billions of people are about to perish under the wrath of the Lamb. Revelation 6 continues, And the kings of the earth the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of Him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of His wrath has come and who is able to stand? You see, you can receive the payment for your sins as the innocent blood of the Passover Lamb, Messiah Jesus, was shed for our sins at the cross and after he died hallelujah he rose from the grave here john the baptist proclaim this message of god's love and mercy the next day john saw jesus coming toward him and said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world or you can experience the wrath of the lamb in the tribulation and then hell and the lake of fire folks nothing will make this go away it's on our doorstep and while most in church like this lost world don't understand what's about to happen you can be saved out of it oh hallelujah you can be forgiven for your sins you can be caught up as we watch therefore and we're ready for our savior jesus to come take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. And as, as much as that message is becoming strange in the church today, which is very sad, and even stranger, of course, in this world, right? It's not strange for men to marry men and women to marry women. It's not strange to not know the difference between a boy and a girl. That's not strange. But it's strange to believe in the rapture. Hello. Well, you know what? I'm going to watch for and be ready. What about you? Have you been forgiven? Have you received the mercy of God? As the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, died on the cross to pay for your sins, and He was buried, on the third day, hallelujah, He rose from the grave, will you cry out to Him now and receive Him as your Savior? Will you give your very life to our Savior, Jesus, because He gave His life for you? He said, whoever tries to save his life, hold on to his life, in this world will lose it, but who, those who lose their life in Jesus Christ will find their life and be saved. Cry out to Him, O Jesus Lord, You died on the cross for my sins and rose again. I want to repent. I want to change my heart and mind about my sins and follow you, Lord. Crowd to Him today. There's information at the bottom of your screen. If you're calling upon the name of the Lord to be saved today, then you'll be saved. And we'd like to send you this information to help you begin your new life in Christ. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today.